Welcome to Make It Plain, the podcast that many people are saying is changing their lives for the better. We analyze current events and hot topics, and by the way, we make it plain. I'm your host, Andrew Henriquez, along with my co-hosts, Jared Ryan and Richard Buchanan. Our conversation will surround two hot topics today which are trending in the media, megachurch pastor Michael Todd and the Dalai Lama. Join in the conversation as we're streaming now on Facebook as well as on our YouTube platforms. Let's get right into it. So why is the spiritual leader of the Buddhists trending in the media right now? Well, unfortunately for the Dalai Lama, he's not in the news for any good reason. And we're going to explain more about that. We're going to get into this conversation. This is very important as it relates to each one of us. So without further ado, I'm going to actually play this clip, and then we're going to dialogue. Let's talk about it. Even those in the chat, talk with us, talk to us as we have this conversation. Notice this clip right here, friends. Really weird things. The Dalai Lama, he's the head of the world's Tibetan Buddhists, uh, very popular with Hollywood. He's now been filmed asking a boy to kiss him and then suck his tongue would any Catholic leader survive if they'd done what the Dalai Lama does here? Have a look. My, my, my. Um, I mean, there's more to that video, but for because of the graphic nature of it, we're not going to play all of it. Those of you in the chat, those who are watching right now, you can go back and watch that and, and come to your own uh conclusion of what's going on here but let's talk about this this is a grown man mm. this is someone who's revered in over there in tibet right he's actually seen as the holiness they they call him the dalai lama right and he is seen here uh, kissing what it seems to be a young boy and clearly this young boy is underage over here in the west we would call that pedophilia oh yeah right this would be outright pedophilia and you can see where this is actually tending this is uh paving the way for even pedophilia to become uh, normalized in society. Yes, it's over there in Tibet, mm. right? In the East, we could say. But we know that the pendulum swings from East to West. And so what I'm seeing here is just this normalizing in society of, one, pedophilia, but then also making it, um, you know, uh, how can I say, uh, yeah, more normalized here in society. Even in the video... Those who were in the audience yeah. were actually laughing, applauding, and cheering Sickening. this grotesque event as it was occurring. I, honestly, when I first heard and watched the video, I thought he was playing around. When he, or that they were doing this for clickbait. That's what I meant to say. Uh. Suck my tongue. He actually said that in the video and yeah. had the child do that. I mean, imagine you being a child and you have someone who's older. Obviously, as children, you're taught to respect your elders, and everyone's watching you. Maybe in your mind you're thinking, I don't want to do this, but everyone is watching me. Cameras are on. What should I do? Mm. I don't want to disrespect this person that I look, look up to. He's a spiritual leader. 
the appearance of it mm-hmm. seems to me that this is what is being done behind closed doors. Mm. Yeah, it's obvious. Since he's so bold to do this publicly, actually sticking out his tongue mm. to a little boy, not only pedophilia, but you're seeing homosexuality mm-hmm. in the mix. And then he rests his forehead on the forehead of the little boy. Where were the other leaders in responsibility mm-hmm. to stand up and condemn this grotesque act? Mm-hmm. If you watch the video, some are sitting right next to him, not saying anything, and there's people behind taking videos and photos. Yeah. Supporting this yeah. act. Yeah. I saw another man walked in the middle of both of them as if he he brought, he put something on the table. Mm. In my mind, I'm thinking maybe he put some breath freshener mint (laughs) for part two and part three. How can we trust our children to these leaders? Mm. It shows that Buddhism cannot be of God. Mm -hmm. This is the spiritual leader Mm -hmm. of Buddhism promoting abomination. What else are they promoting? I mean, before we even get into that, this reminds me of a scripture in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 6. Notice what the Bible says here. It says, But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. So Mm. we see how God uh, addresses issues like these. When little children, clearly this young boys, clearly underage, Mm -hmm. is being preyed upon, and it's, it's interesting because, again, they're in Tibet. They're going to say, okay, well, this is all about culture. Mm. You know, sticking out my tongue. It, it's just, it's how you greet somebody, mm. right? And, again, what we have to understand is culture never trumps the Bible. No. You see how God addresses this is that God says, hey, listen, it'd be better for you that a millstone hang about your neck and you could be cast into the sea lest you offend one of these. And I'm going back to my first point is that we're seeing here in society that it's becoming normalized to prey upon little children. And so we as guardians need to be on our watch, be vigilant and, dil- and diligent into what we allow our children to get caught up in. Because again, the parents were probably unawares that this was going to take place. They probably sent him up there, go hug the Dalai Lama right. and come back down. Mm-hmm. Get blessed. Ooh, get blessed, right? Like, like the children were allowed to come to Jesus. Go ahead, go see the spiritual leader. Yeah. Get blessed. Mm-hmm. But this, that wasn't the case. And it, it's for this reason why many people later on in life or from young ages turn to the LGBT community. Mm. Not everyone, but a majority or a lot of people, I should say. And the reason is because they were abused. They were touched. They were coerced into doing various things that they should not have been exposed to as little children. And mm-hmm. for that reason, they have to wrestle with this the rest of their life. Yeah, And the response from the actual Dalai Lama was simply, he was joking. Yeah. It's as if someone committed a crime Mm-mm. and then said, I was only joking. No, not like that. Uh-huh. A crime against humanity, a crime against this little boy, a crime in the sight of God. And what was his response? I was simply joking. Mm-hmm. There is a movement on foot. The actual reporter said in that clip, that he is revered in Hollywood. Mm. And another leader, the Pope of Rome, Mm -hmm. even the bishops of the Catholic Church, would not have been excused if they did something like this. 
And I thought about the fact that Hollywood reveres him. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he is being shielded mm. from the backlash which he deserves. Yeah. Mm. What about the Baphomet? Mm. That image of the Baphomet. Yes. Which yeah. two... Boy and uh, a girl. Yep. A boy and a girl on either side. And he's naked. Yeah. And you see the transgender uh, illustration mm-hmm. in the Baphomet. Mm-hmm. This is something that, that is called uh, Nambla, North American Man-Boy Love Association. Mm-hmm. They're actually trying to normalize pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And as you quoted from the scriptures, mm-hmm. it's nothing different than as it was in the days of Lot. That's mm-hmm. true. That's in true. Second Peter also, yeah. it talks about Lot vexed. With the filthy conversation the of wicked. the wicked mm-hmm. in what he was seeing, in what he was hearing, vexed mm. his righteous soul mm-hmm. from day to day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we need to feel as we just saw that clip. Yeah. And yeah. cry out, protest. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, as you said before, again, this is normalizing a movement in society. And you can see it again, trickling its way down through every level of society even in schools and, mm-hmm. and 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 on the job you have the drag um you know drag shows and things like that so again there's a ta- there's there's an attack upon our children and we have to be on guard lest this movement take us unawares lest this movement take us and we have to be able to stand and stand on god's word not stand on opinion not stand on culture mm-hmm. not stand on how we feel but stand on god's word what does god's word say about this and we have to meet the crisis head on right so i mean you know when i heard about this topic as it was trending i dug into my archive and uh, brought forth these uh, copies of slides i have here right. and while we should with no uncertain terms, mm-hmm. condemn this act. Mm-hmm. Will we go a step further and address some of the paintings mm. that are in public buildings, mm-hmm. the statues yeah. that we find in various cities? Government buildings. When last have we gone to Washington, D.C.? A few years back. Mm-hmm. And see some of these uh, um, naked pictures. Mm-hmm. Statues. Yeah. These statues. Yeah. Yeah. There is one, the the Sistine, the Sistine Chapel. Yes. Uh by Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. And even the drawing of the creation of Adam. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing naked men with naked children. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why I brought this forth. Yeah. Naked men, naked children. So this is nothing new. No. This is nothing new. And, and what church is that associated with? The Roman Catholic Church right, yeah. with the Greeks mm-hmm. and the Romans, mm-hmm. even, even Leonardo da Vinci mm-hmm. and some of those artwork and paintings. Yeah. Sickening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, signs of the last signs days. Signs of the last right. days, definitely. Modern paganism. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's rife in the land today. It's alive and well. Um, and, and again, as we transition here, because we want to get into some more, we want to get into another event, a current event that we want to deal with this evening. Um, but again, just to close off this point, is that this Dalai Lama is a leader, mm. the main leader of, as it were, seen in Buddhism, right? And he should be setting a right example. But here we see that we cannot even put our trust, we should not put our trust in men. Mm. But who should we put our trust in? God. In God, right? 
in God. So as we use that as a transition now, we want to address another leader of one of the largest, we can say, mega churches in uh, in 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 United States. Mm-hmm. So let's let's have this conversation as we transition now. Take a look at this clip here, friends. Really weird things. The Dalai Lama. God decided male and female. No, no, no. I'm not. This is not a bad. I need y'all to hear my heart on this. This is not a bashing. This is not. He. If I was there, maybe I would have told him, is there something in the middle you could do? Like kind of a like a little maybe if somebody. I mean, friends, those of you who are online right now, what, what did you think about that clip? Yeah. Now. As Richard said, this is the pastor of one of the largest mega churches in the United States. He mm-hmm. has influence. He has clout. People know him. And he's addressing this topic of LGBT, which is trending right now in the media. There's mm-hmm. so many things going on with that subject. Yeah. And so as a voice, one of, you know, he has a platform. As mm-hmm. somebody who has a platform, he's tackling the issue, but he's skating around the issue by saying, if I were there when God created the two genders, I would I would have told God, well, God, could you have done a, a in-between? What he's saying is as if God is not wiser than he is. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, wiser yeah. than God, in mm-hmm. other words. Mm-hmm. So if he were there, he would have gave this suggestion to God mm-hmm. as if God doesn't know the end from the beginning. Mm-hmm. As if God is not all all infinite, all powerful, all, all, knowing. all, all knowing. Yes. And he did what was right in the beginning. And therefore, it should stand today. Mm-hmm. But because of culture today, because yes. it's popular, this conversation is happening in churches, in, in government buildings, in schools, in the workplace. You have to, the, he got into the conversation, mm-hmm. but not with a definite stance of, hey, from the Bible, as a pastor, this is wrong. No, I, I would have told God to more lean towards what society is saying today. Mm. Mm, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. I mean, we need no commentary to follow that. Let's Again, let's dive deeper into this. Again, we're not bashing Michael Todd, but as a leader, this is the perspective we're taking. As a leader, as a pastor in the church, we should be making no compromise mm. with what the Bible has stated, what God has said, right? But, real- but, but why would he even consider to be lukewarm on the issue, mm. right? to find a gray area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bible says the love of money mm. is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just as Judas Iscariot sold out Christ for money, mm-hmm. many of these pastors are doing likewise. They won't stand firm on a thus saith the Lord mm-hmm. because they are afraid of offending people. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. They are afraid of losing popularity. Mm-hmm. Their influence waning on the masses. Yes. They want to make sure their pews and the cheers, the seats are filled with people. So they preach a diluted, compromising message. Yeah. And that's why we have to sit and discuss this and to warn individuals. Yeah. Well, we have to sit and make it plain. You better make it plain now. That's you better it. make it plain. Let's let's roll Amen. the next let's roll the make next clip. Plain. Those of you in the chat, what are your thoughts on this? Let's roll the next clip. And I wish that there was an option of other in the kingdom. In culture, you can make up whatever you want to. Wow. Wow. Again, to your mm. point, to your point there, Jared, he says, I wish that there was a, 
another option. Yeah. An other. I mean, that sounds like a pronoun to me, mm-hmm. right? Male, female, other. Another. I, I mean. Now, let's, let's go down the scenario since he brought it up, right? Yeah. God is all-knowing. He did what he wanted to in the beginning. He created male and female. Now, just for argument's sake, if in the beginning God did create male, female, and other, it would have been correct. So let's mm-hmm. put that on the table. Mm-hmm. But he did not. Now, if God created male, female, and other, you better believe that as sin entered the world, and here we are still today in the world of sin, man would have came on the scene and said, God, why didn't you create a fourth option? Yes. Why didn't you create a fifth option? Mm-hmm. Because what God did was right. Mm-hmm. So even if God in the beginning said male, female, and other, man would have still said, God, that's not enough. Why, why didn't you do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because of sin. We think we're wiser than God. Yes, yes, that's true. And uh, in the book of Revelation 22, verse 18 and verse 19, what we are seeing here is this megachurch pastor, is he wants to add to God's word, mm-hmm. add to what God has created. Good point, yes. Give us an other. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says, if you add on to God's word, mm-hmm. God is going to add on to you the, the seven last plagues. Mm. And where will he take your name out of? The book of life. That's right. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's a great point. That's a great point. Again, we see here this compromising and skating around the issue. And we as, if we say we're Christians, we're followers of Christ, we need to repeat back the words what God had said. We're mm-hmm. following Jesus. So what did Jesus say about this issue? And Jesus does address this issue yeah. in the Bible, Yeah. Right. But again, it goes back to your point, Jared, fear of being canceled, fear of fear of losing the numbers, the coffers, the money. It's all that's what it's all about. Again, we have much more, we have we have more to dive into, friends. Again, let's have this conversation. Let's make it plain. Yeah. No, notice the next clip here, friends. I'm going to have to wrestle with what I don't even fully understand. Oh, God, pastors don't say this because they want to be absolute. Well, why did that? I don't freaking know. I know, honestly, I wish God would have made it so much simpler and it was like A, B, C, or D, like frick. Even cursing. Right, right, <laughs> right. He says he, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't know on this issue. You see, right. one issue I see here is that these pastors, not excluding Michael Todd, they are against absolutism. Mm-hmm. They want relativism. They want a gray area. Mm-hmm. No absolutes. But the Bible reveals absolutes. absolutes. Yes. Right, wrong, truth, error, male, female, nothing else. Right. But they want to add, they want to bring in what is called many ways to God. And it just goes back again to his point. He said, I wish God had made it so clear. God made it clear. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, if you listen to the whole, that segment of the, the sermon, it's in its entirety, you will see that he's going back and forth between some phrases of truth and a twisting mm-hmm. of the truth, which yes. would be error. Correct. Right? Yeah. I wish God had made it so clear. God did make it clear, male mm-hmm. and female. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to accommodate in these, in in. F- flowery language yeah that hey i'm not against lgbt mm-hmm. god should have made it clear on this issue right right it's because of sin and we understand this you know mm-hmm. because uh some of us here know individuals who are part of this community yeah it is a sin it is something that 
many individuals, especially who are seeking for victory, will have to struggle with. Mm-hmm. But there is victory. Of course. There's other things. I mean, what about babies mm-hmm. who are born addicted to substances because they were in their mother's womb? Mm-hmm. That's because of sin. Yeah. They might have to wrestle with that addiction mm-hmm. even once they come out of the womb, but it's not God's fault. That's true. That's true. You know, um, and again, I'm, I'm I'm not going to even belabor that point. There's another clip we want to play here, friends. Beautiful points um, here. And one main reason why we are addressing this Mm -hmm. is because if the fountainhead is corrupt, then the body, then everything downstream Mm -hmm. is also corrupt. Mm -hmm. He's standing as a leader. How many people are drinking in, taking in this corrupt? Teaching, mm-hmm. damnable heresy. Yeah. And that's why we have to warn the people and then show the people what truth is and what God's true church is mm-hmm. and to flee these cages of unclean spirits. Mm. Yes. They're trapped. Very good point. Very good point. Notice this next clip here, friends. Watch this. As a pastor, like, so what do you think about gay men? I don't know. But I do know in the kingdom <laughs> they're gonna cancel me mm. Mm. may i go, start off go ahead in the kingdom mm-hmm. and of course he spelled kingdom k-i-n-g-d-u-m-b mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not k-i-n-g-d-o-m mm-hmm. and then he said in the kingdom as if he's saying in god's kingdom in heaven mm. That there are going to be people Absolutely, yeah. holding on to those sins mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ plus P community. Mm-hmm. But what does 1 Corinthians 6 say? What does Galatians chapter 5 say? Mm-hmm. Chapter 19 of Genesis say? Right. Romans chapter 1 mm-hmm. say? Yeah. The people aren't reading their Bibles. Mm-hmm. They come to church. The man opens up if he has a Bible. He reads one or two scriptures, mm. then he gives them philosophy, opinions. Mm-hmm. The people are really D U M B. They're spiritually dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so true. I mean, even I mean, this is just one of many churches that do this. They don't open up their Bibles. You can see that there's maybe an iPad there, but then he's going off on a tangent after that. I mean, where the, where's the Bible? Where's the scriptures to confirm what he's saying? Right. And that's why, again, we as Christians, Bible-believing students, need to go back and see what does the Bible say upon these issues. Right. right. We cannot become naive. We cannot be dumb to what the Word of God says. And again, God is clear on this issue. And again, we're not dealing with the LGBT community. This is not our this is not our chief subject today. We'll deal with this in you know more in nauseam at a different a different time. But we're dealing again with leadership in the churches, um, leadership in religion altogether. And the fact that he says, I don't know Mm. what the answer is upon this issue shows that he is not fit to be a pastor to lead out in this transformation church Mm. that that, that has millions of followers, not only locally, but also internationally. Since he does not know, he's ignorant of the truth from scripture on this point, what else 
Yeah. Does he not know? Yeah. Or yeah. chooses not to know? That's a good question. Because this is a subject that the Bible is clear on. Very clear. Obviously, there are things in the Bible we don't know. We don't know, have all the answers. Mm-hmm. But the things that are revealed belong unto us. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us clearly that the abominable, nothing that defiles will enter into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. The Bible calls LGBT abomination. Yeah. But, of course, there are other abominations. Mm-hmm. So, question. Will there be individuals in God's heavenly kingdom who once... We're a part of the LGBT community. The answer is yes. Yeah. But them being there in the kingdom means they have overcome. Mm-hmm. Because God tells us, he that overcometh will yeah. I grant to sit with me in my throne. What are they overcoming? All sin. That's right. Yeah. That might be a struggle for one person. Mm-hmm. Your, yours, mine, might be gossip. Yeah. And that's 1 Corinthians 6, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, verse 7 through verse 12, where Paul lays out, Various sins, fornication, adultery, the drunkard, drunkenness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he says, effeminate. Yes. Then the next verse says, which some of you were. were right. Yes. But now yeah. you're washed. You're now mm-hmm. you're justified. Now you're sanctified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That reminds me of 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, where it says, if any man be in Christ, mm. it doesn't say he remains the same creature. He says, no, he becomes a new creature, a new person. The old sins that you used to do are done away with. Yeah. You are now living for Christ. And so if you're living for Christ, you're now living the life of Christ. And we all know the Bible confirms Christ, got, Christ was a victor over sin. Mm. So it's clear in the Bible what it teaches on this very same subject. And how did Christ get victory? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's key. Right? Because Christ came with our sinful nature. Yes. Right, all of us have a tendency, mm-hmm. disposition. We have urges towards various sins, not only the sins of the LGBTQ plus P community, all right, but other sins. So Christ came to show us victory begins through fasting and praying correctly. Mm-hmm. That's where He began His ministry, His public ministry. Satan brought the three greatest temptations against Jesus. And the first one was about appetite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only food per se, but desires, mm-hmm. urges. And when a person fasts and prays for a time period, and that person says, Lord, I'm going to abstain from food and drink for these hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When that urge comes for good food, yeah. you would then say, Lord, take away this desire divert my thoughts to something more wholesome mm-hmm. at this time period is the word. So now, once you gain that experience, when the fasting and prayer is over, you're back into the regular routine. Mm. When you're tempted, mm. the urge is there for this sin, that sin, fornication, adultery, lying and stealing, covetousness, murder, idolatry, Sabbath breaking. Yes. Now we can say LGBT, homosexuality, mm-hmm. pedophilia. You can say, Lord, take away this desire. Mm-hmm. Divert mm-hmm. my thoughts yeah. to your promises. Mm-hmm. And just as Christ had victory, victory is yours. Mm. Amen. And the more you do it, the stronger you become. Amen. James chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 14, verse 15. That's it. James chapter 4, verse 7 and verse 8. 2 Corinthians 10. 
verse 5 and verse 6. Casting down. 3 through 5, yeah. Imagination. Imagination. That's Amen. it. Yes. Making it plain. Making it plain. Making it plain. Notice this next clip here, friends. Beautiful. I don't know why you're wrestling like that, and I don't know what to do to help you but to stand with you and pray with you and not, and you're welcome at Transformation Church. Trans is in the title. Transformation, you can be here. Oh, God. You're you're loved here. I want you here. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. As many as I love... Mm. I rebuke. I, rebuke. I rebuke and chasten, Jesus says. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know Mr. Michael Todd. I don't know him. And this is not to castigate him. But I've seen this play before. Uh. Different person, different church. Even one here in Atlanta. He died now. You might know who I'm talking about. Megatrix pastor in, yeah. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And who did they find him with? What sins were he practicing? Many times when you see this trend, this pastor supporting this, this sinful lifestyle, many times they are that way in their closet. Mm. And remember, mm. those things which are in secret will one day be brought to the forefront. Mm. Now, I want to touch on what he said in, in that clip because he mentioned... He used a play on words. His church is called Transformation Church. Yes. He said, trans is in the name. Mm-hmm. You're welcome here. You're loved here. Mm-hmm. Now, what he's saying is those who identify as trans, those who identify in the LGBT community, we love you. You can come here. But he could have also used that same play on words to share the true meaning of the name of the church. True. Transformation. Yes. As you quoted earlier from 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Make it so plain. he should have said, yes, trans people are welcome here so that they can receive transformation of their lives through Jesus Christ. Mm. But that's where he fell short. Trans, you're welcome here. We love you here. Nothing about changing. Nothing about um, helping them to overcome, as Sorry. you mentioned. Make yes. it plain. Make it plain. Romans 12. Mm-hmm. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, yes. by the what? Mercies of God. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, holy. acceptable unto God, which is your? Reasonable. reasonable and be not conformed, verse 2. But be. To this world. To this world. Yes. Be. Transformed. transformed. Oh, yes. Uh, that's the true transformation. By the renewing of your mind. Uh, so where does it begin? Right there in the mind. In Second the mind. Corinthians 10. Make it plain. Imagine if he had broken mm. down that scripture mm. in front of that whole audience there and mm. stood firm for God's truth. But how, many, how many would have been like, there it is. That's the answer. It begins in my mind. If I surrender my mind and my will to Christ, you're saying, the Bible is saying, if I surrender, he'll give me the power to overcome these hereditary tendencies to evil. Yeah. And that's the gospel. And that's the gospel. I didn't hear the gospel from Michael Todd, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right? Not in that instance. He I said he doesn't know. Doesn't know. Doesn't know how to help you. Mm. What Bible is he reading? What Bible is he reading? What God are they serving? Mm. It's not, it couldn't be the God, of the God of heaven. That God has standards. Yes. And that's why it's so important for us to be able to have platforms like this. Yes. Where we can just sit down and talk about various issues at the same time sharing the everlasting gospel. Mm-hmm. That Jesus Christ, his, that God the Father sent his son Jesus Christ into the world to die for our sins. And he would save us from our sins. Not mm. in them, but he came to redeem us all. And that's for all of us. Yeah. Whatever it is you're struggling with, 
just know right now that God is here. If you accept him, he wants to come to your life. He wants to save you. Amen. You know, friends, I would like to put a plug in right now because this coming Sabbath weekend, we are going to be hosting a day of fasting mm. yes. and prayer. Mm-hmm. People are truly going to experience deliverance from whatever sin and rise to walk in the newness of life. So again, friend, I want to thank you for joining us for Make It Plain, this podcast that I'm telling you is going to be a life-changing experience. And remember, share this with someone else, and by God's grace, we will meet you again as we discuss these current events, hot topics, of course, from a biblical perspective, where we make it plain. God bless. Maranatha.